For the talk today, we wanted to raise awareness on how much food waste, including wasting food and plastic packaging, contributes to the climate change emergency currently happening. Last Friday, as Reen mentioned in the children's talk, there was a global climate strike in over 150 countries, with London's attendance being a whopping 100,000. The first action taken was by a name we all know, Greta Thunberg. In 2018, Greta went on a strike for a week and sat out of the Swedish parliament every day protesting for action to be taken, to battle the climate change crisis. From this moment onwards, strikes in London and other countries started as the world wondered how this 16-year-old girl had changed the future of the planet. Now the Bible. Most people of my age wouldn't touch it. But I wanted to take out a small bit that I feel relates, sort of like a metaphor, to how food waste impacts the climate change. Genesis 2, 16-17. And, and the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree, in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will certainly die. Now to Genesis 3, 10 to 13, that was read beforehand. Adam answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And God replied, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree from which I told you not to eat? Then the woman said, the snake deceived me, and I ate. Now I'm sure you all know that story. But in my interpretation of the story, I feel the snake represents climate change and Adam and Eve, the population of the world. All of us were warned about climate change and its scientific proof of disaster and devastation. But yet, like in the story, we ignored it and now find ourselves in a situation where Greta Thunberg, a teenager, is having to speak at the United Nations gathering in New York because no one else will take action. To solve this problem we now have amongst us, we have taken some of the most commonly asked questions on climate change and we will answer them with thoughts, facts and figures. By 2050, our population is estimated to be at 10 billion and, as a planet, we will have to adapt to be able to feed this new and growing population. Right now, with a population of about 8 billion, we have a devastating impact on the environment, especially through our diet, with a quarter of all carbon emissions being created by food. Over the world, our food choices are unsustainable, and to improve our situation, we need to drop meat and sugar consumption by 50%, yet increase all food production by 60%. Focusing on the meat side, there are 1 billion cows in the world currently, giving off 70 to 120 kilograms of methane in their life. Methane is 21 times worse than carbon dioxide. Animals in the US consume 70% of grain in the US and 75% of soya out of the destruction of 4 million hectares of South American rainforest. In the US alone, 39 million of these cows creating this carbon dioxide will be killed to make burgers and similar food. So much of food that is going to be fed to cows is grown in environmentally damaging conditions with land being cleared, water wasted, and emissions being left, let off in the harvesting, even before the impact of the cows and other farm animals is taken into account. At the end of the line, one third of this food is wasted. The climate emergency that is being created partially by food will eventually harm us, as climate change leads to food shortages. Crop yields are predicted to reduce by 10 to 25% due to climate change. 75% of the world's poor and insecure communities rely on agriculture to survive. So the choices that we make strongly affect others, no matter where they are in the world.
There are many things that we can do to help the environment. As we know, lots of the food in our world is wasted. That's, that food that isn't wasted could be used to end world hunger. A lot of the water that is used to make this food is also wasted because it is not used. Lots of the food is also thrown out by supermarkets because it's unveg-like, doesn't look quite right. And these are just some of the problems that we are facing as consumers. In some places, over-farming is a huge problem. Massive fields of just one type, and it just destroys the, um, econ destroys the ecosystem of the area. One way is to eat less meat or animal products in your diet. If everyone in the US ate one less meal of meat or dairy a week, it would be the same as taking 7.6 million cars off the road. That's a shocking figure. The amount of meat and dairy that we eat on this planet has a massive impact on the world. Lent is a good gap for us all to think about what we can do and what we can do more. This might be going vegetarian or even vegan. Maybe bring something in for the food bank every week or lending some time to go and protest outside of a government building for climate change. Last year, our family went vegetarian for Lent and it was surprisingly unnoticeable. There were so many alternatives to the meat which actually you might prefer in many ways and it will feel better for the environment. Meat, please remember, meat isn't the only option. When buying food, only buy the food that you need. This reduces the amount of food that gets wasted because it goes out of date too quickly. Any food that you don't eat for dinner, don't throw it out. It's a, your free lunch the next day. There are also many ways that we can help people in our local area. This could be donating to our food bank. We collect the food here and pass it on to the charity. Also, charities like Christian Aid, who are doing vital work in the countries where climate change is unravelling people's lives. Please make sure that in the make that <laughs> you can also make sure that the government keeps in by sticking with the Paris Agreement and that businesses do their very best to cut carbon emissions. There is so much to do, and with all of us here doing it, we can make a lot of change. Now, we understand that this climate change may not affect you as much as us and the generations after us, but we ask that you do try and do your bit to save God's creation. We hope that you have come away from this knowing one way you can help save the world. And so, as the Bible reading from Genesis said, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And as the reading from Greta says, we live in a strange world, but we can fix it. It's up to us. And as the letter from the Archbishop said, it's for us to take leadership and action as individuals, communities, and as a nation. And as Isaac's peace remind us that the message of faith is love, the people of the world, to love ourselves and to love the created world. From this position of love, we can build a better future. Amen.